It's time for Wise Money with Corhorn Financial Group with financial advisors Kevin Corhorn, Mike Bernard, and Josh Gregory. Wise Money is brought to you by the attorneys at Ledoux, Kern, and Keene, First State Bank, Diane Bennett, and the Inspired Team at REMAX 100, and Bethel College Adult and Graduate Study. Thank you for being with us. This is Wise Money with Corhorn Financial Group, where every week we are helping you take your next wise step in your financial life. My name is Mike Bernard. I am one of the certified financial planners on the show. I'm also your host. Thanks again for being with us. With me in the KFG studios, Kevin Corhorn and Josh Gregory. Hey, the 401k has become a critically important tool for your retirement, your financial future. But so many people are making unforced errors in this area. It could be costing them tens of thousands, maybe even hundreds of thousands of dollars over the course of their working career. So today, we're putting your retirement savings habits under the microscope as we run through a list of the top mistakes you need to avoid when managing your 401k. That's right. That's right. One of those uh, negatives that we're turning into a positive. We like to do that here on the Wise Money Show. Tell you all the things that you need to avoid so that you can have a great 401k plan that can be a great part of your retirement. If you have a question, we'd love to hear from you. We want to talk about what you're thinking about, what you're curious about in your financial life. Reach out to us. Call or text 574-222-2000. 574-222-2000. Find us online, wisemoneyradio.com, and then social media. We are on Facebook, Twitter, and we've got a YouTube channel. Every episode is recorded. Turns out, me, Kevin, and Josh were wearing the same shirt today. You can check that <laughs> out on uh, on YouTube. Just search Wise Money Radio. We look like twins. So, all right. Are you making <laughs> which two of Triplets. us? <laughs> that is funny. <laughs> so, there you go. Mike Triplets. should never do math never on the radio. Never do math on the radio. Do ne- right. It just doesn't translate. All right. Are you making any of these critical, critical mistakes in your 401k? We're going to be talking about those. And, you know, you said the top seven. There's a few more that we're going to be hitting as well. But before we get into that, happy anniversary. Happy Guys, anniversary. Happy anniversary. All two of you, I mean. Um, today launches the fourth season of the Wise Money Show. We started getting at this three years ago, and I, we did not think it was going to succeed. <laughs> succeed. We really were just financial planners that, uh, well, I'm going to have Kevin share the, the history and, and the, the vision, what led to it. But uh, it's, been a great, it's been a great three years. Looking forward to another year coming up here in the fourth season. Yeah, we. I'm typically an optimist, and as we recorded the first show, that's when we used to record at the radio station. And we were heading back to the office. I said to the guys, "I think we might have just made a <laughs> colossal mistake." <laughs> as a matter of fact, we did. We uh, thankfully, due to technology, we were able to re-record that show. Um, it and, was marginally. Yeah. <laughs> it went from a F minus to yeah. an F, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so, and we continue on a weekly basis to try to not horribly embarrass ourselves. So, <laughs> like, like I did. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, what it, the the genesis of the show is uh, since I uh, since 1993 when I came to town, and I listened to a radio show, a money local money show on the radio on Saturday mornings as I was going into work and I thought, man, this is great. And then they stopped doing it. And I've, I'd missed it since then. And then we um, we do planning once a year. We get off site for about a week and Mike, Josh and I are business partners. And so we were talking in 2012 and we we're talking about how dissatisfied we were with 
our reach in the community and our belief that our community is underserved as it relates to financial services, knowing that a lot of folks in our community wouldn't walk in our doorway. So we said, well, how do we change? If, if we want to change the world, but we only get to start with our community, what's that going to look like? And we said, it's got to be a different venue, a different voice. So in, two, in September of 2012, we said, let's have the goal. And so we had a written goal of having a radio show by January 1st of 2018. And as God would have it, I was able to meet Casey Hendrickson at a Mexican restaurant, and I said, hey, uh, do you believe in destiny? I think I said something like that. And he ran yeah. away from you. <laughs> I, said, With his hand. I said yes, because we met before then, and I was like, how are you once, once more? Yes. Are you still interested in the radio show? And I said, it's so nice to meet you for the first time. So anyway, okay. so I said, Casey, um, you we need you to help us because we are three financial advisors and that's what we do. But we want to have a radio show and we want to reach our community and with the idea that we stir up our community and we get our community talking about their financial lives. We get them interested in their financial lives, motivated in their financial lives, and really to try to, for the most part, it's very difficult to give wisdom over the radio, but we can give information for sure. We can give guiding principles that if they're applied, that will be wisdom. Mm -hmm. So we are, we want our, this to be the most financially literate community in the world. And we've looked at each other and we can't come up with a good reason why Michiana isn't the most financially literate community in the world. That's right. That's right. So, so we said, well, there are many different things that we're going to do. Corhorn Financial Group has given birth to over 15 certified financial planners. And a number of them are serving clients today. Um, and we want to change the financial status of our community. Yep. So we do it every day. Uh, we do it on Saturdays from 9 to 10 on the radio. And we want to change the world and get people going on their financial life. You know, that's one of the, one of the reasons why my favorite highlights from the past three years has been just the stories of people who are doing exactly that. They're taking action, maybe for the first time. Sometimes, you know, many people have come into our office uh, as a result of listening to the show, and they want to sit down with a certified financial planner for the first time in their life. And that that is just thrilling to me. That tells mm -hmm. me that the man hours that go into producing the show are worth it because it's it's bringing about some sort of positive change in people's lives. And when families are communicating more clearly, they have more clarity on what their goals are, maybe spouses are getting on the same page for the first time, um, That that's what gets us out of bed every morning uh, in our day job. And if we can if we can inspire you to go take action, go have a conversation with your certif certified financial planner that you wouldn't have otherwise had, then uh, it, it's all worth it. Because it's not just the married couple that wins. In that situation, the whole family wins. Absolutely. It, it, it spreads. So, Casey, you heard his voice earlier. He is still the producer of the show and does an amazing job and helps us um, – you know, make sure we're pointing in the right direction. He's the original host of the show. Um, still has his little ditty show that he does on Monday through Fridays. <laughs> it's a small little part of his, his. But so, Casey, do you have a highlight from either spending the time with us these first three years or when you fired me? Well, that was a highlight. Yeah, that Getting was actually air? a highlight for us too. I mean, uh, I, 
I think a very it, impactful moment on my existence. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, I th- I think one of the the interesting things that's happened in the last three years, we started recording this show at the radio studio. Yeah, and Casey from the very beginning has been a great mentor and guide, and we've had some other folks that have helped us. Um, Tim Skibby has been one. And all less than me, though. It, I'm <laughs> far more than they have by quite a margin. <laughs> and so, but so since then, we've moved to uh, the, the the studios here in the world headquarters in Granger. Yep, yep. So, what you want me to respond to that? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I you're it was a good move. It was either continue to have scheduling problems in, right. the, in the big studio or move you guys upstairs where it sounds like garbage. Uh, yeah. In some of the backup studios that we have up there. And I just, that wasn't good enough for you guys. So, and you know, the other thing is it's allowed us to be, have the wise money minute where we're on Monday, Wednesday, Friday with just a nugget of information there. And I'd say that's one of, that's one of my highlights. The other highlight was just on, was just on the airwaves uh, a couple weeks ago. And, and that was, it was sort of through the wise money influence and this idea mm-hmm. that Kevin shared of just, just get the message out there in the community, because if you can help one person make one better financial choice, it's going to spread it, that will make an impact. And, and when, um, when Ron Paulus reached out and said, listen, I, I want to help influence the players on the football team with good financial principles, would you guys be willing to come talk? Um, number one, I just, I mean, that just carries the message and the, and the idea of the show to another venue mm-hmm. and to a group of people that are very, very critically important to this community and are critically important to their own communities. If you listen to that episode, if you didn't, go watch it. But Ron talked about how after things didn't work out, he went back to his hometown where he's still a star. And all of the players that play here at Notre Dame, that's where they'll do it. They go back home. They're still going to have an impact and influence on their community. So being able to educate them, influence them on wise financial principles was was a highlight of mine. We need to talk about how you can improve your 401k and that vital uh, tool in your financial life. But uh, So we've got a lot more coming up here on Wise Money with Corhorn Financial Group. This is Wise Money with Corhorn Financial Group. Are you making any of the most critical mistakes with your 401k? We're going to point out those to you today and help you avoid them. This is Wise Money with Corhorn Financial Group. Thanks for being with us today. My name is Mike. Here with me in the world headquarters of Corhorn Financial Group in the KFG Studios Kevin Corhorn and Josh Gregory. Special thanks to the attorneys at Ledoux, Kern, and Keene as well as First State Bank. You know, we're talking about the anniversary. This is the start of the fourth season. Our sponsors have been with us from the beginning. Great from, from sponsors. The yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we appreciate you. The attorneys at Ledoux, Kern & Keene, First State Bank, Diane Bennett, Bethel College, Adult and Graduate Studies, we appreciate you. Thanks for making this possible. If you have any questions or comments, reach out to us. We'd love to hear from you. 574-222-2000 is how you get a hold of us. You can call or text Five seven four two 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 thousand. Find us online, wisemoneyradio.com. And lastly, once again, the YouTube channel is up and running. It has every episode. You can find us, Wise Money Radio, Facebook and Twitter, Wise Money Radio as well. All right, let's shift the conversation into the main topic today. Kevin, you were just saying how important the 401k is. Can you, can you say that phrase one more time? Yeah, the 401k is the most important tool that you'll ever have to accumulate wealth and prepare for your future. Of all the other tools that you'll have, 
the 401k or your, the company-sponsored retirement plan is your most powerful tool to achieve your goal. Use it wisely. Yeah. Use it wisely. And, and again, if it's, if it's complicated, then you're going to shy away from it. No, we, we, wanna, we, we want to um, clarify it for you today. Uh, I recently saw an article from Market Watch, author Mitch Tuchman. I'm going to go with Tuchman because I don't know. I don't like how I'd pronounce it the other way uh, about how people are messing up their 401ks. I don't know about you, but I love seeing articles like this because it, that also shines a light on the purpose of wise money. It's not just doom and gloom out there. I mean, you can go out and find a bunch of articles, financial articles, telling you how hard it is, how difficult it's going to be, how you can't do it. Nope. We're going to take those, turn them to the positive because we're going to help you identify what these seven mistakes are and help you avoid making them. By the way, there's more than seven. I hope we have time for it, but they've left off some of the most important. But here we go. Mistake number one is having a 401k available to you, but not using it at all. Yeah, that's an obvious place to begin, right? Um, it's especially important for today's generations because prior generations had something called a pension where an employer was thinking about your retirement, maybe before it was ever on your mind, and they started setting aside resources that would pay you for the rest of your life. They they started setting aside resources. That's right. You didn't have to do anything. They did it. That's right. And as this is shifting, that needs to shift. Well, yeah, the, the trend has been that less and less companies have these pensions. It's only around 16% of workers are covered by one of these pensions that guarantee a stream of income the rest of your life, which means things like the 401k, which give you the opportunity to set aside money out of your own paycheck to sacrifice you're making for your future. If you're not doing it, then no one is. Yeah. So it has to be something that you get started on as early as possible. And if you're not using the 401k, which, which really should be the easiest tool to use because it's just pulled right off the top, then chances are you're not saving at all for those types of long-term goals like retirement. A friend of mine runs a retail store in the mall, um, uh, pretty, a pretty, pretty big one, but not... Um, everything's confidential here. And, and he was helping his employees he actually had uh, on, a, on an early morning, on a Sunday morning, he had all of the, the store come in, all 60 some employees and was talking about financial principles, financial habits hmm. and, um, and asked me for some resources and helped my, he said it went, he went really well, but he said his oldest employee, I think is 60, you know, retail, it's uh, fast paced, you're on your feet all day. That's hard to do. And afterwards, just talking to him and individuals 60 said he's never used the 401k ever. Mm. And this friend of mine is similar age as me, you know, not, not quite 40 yet. And was just looking at him saying, how are you going to do this, man? How are you going to do this? So I know this is an obvious place to start, but it is still a mistake having a 401k and not using it. Just if you think, well, the reason I'm not using it is I just can't put enough in there to really make a difference. Start. Right. Start with something. Mm -hmm. Get started. So 79% of Americans work for an employer that offers a 401k. Right. So 80% of the people work for an employer that offers a 401k. 32% of the population actually contribute. 
Wow. So this is this is so I would say if you are not contributing, you might not be eligible. You might have just started there. As soon as you're eligible, enroll. It, your 401k might have an auto enroll feature. You might get auto enrolled. But you you want to get into if you have your own small business and you say, well, a 401k is too much. There are lots of other retirement plans that you can look at. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and if you believe the lie that the little bit of money that you have that you can afford to set aside for retirement just isn't worth it, it's not enough, um, y- you're, you're buying into a lie that says that the time feature isn't enough of an amplifier. Time is what magnifies the little bit of cash, and that's why getting started as soon as you're eligible for the 401k is so important because time is the number one ally, not the huge dollars that you can afford to set aside into that plan. I, I think that's one of the mistakes. It didn't make this article's top seven, but if we have time for, for our own, that's one of them, not getting started early enough, You know, not starting to save into the 401k as soon as you're eligible. So I would do that. Mistake number two, Kevin, you've got a good story about this. Um, it, and again, it's an obvious one, but yep. it's, it's not investing. I have two horrible stories about this. And so I wanna, I'll tell you the horrible stories, and then we want to encourage you. When, at the end of the show, we want you to be encouraged and motivated to take action. So horrible story number one, a client that we um, rolled over this person's 401k into an IRA, and it, he had been saving into this plan for 30 years, had accumulated $200,000 of his own savings and the company match and whatever else. So $200,000, the amount that we rolled over was $225,000. So that's basically a third of 1% per year. And you say, well, for how, how many years? For 30 years. Wow. Oh. So you look at that and you say, well, how is that even possible? Here's how it's possible. You don't invest the money uh, proportionate to your age and time horizon and other things. And the other thing that you do is when the market rolls over, you get involved and you make some mistakes. When the market has a downturn, you mm-hmm. panic and make changes. Yep. Yeah. And so this, so, and then the other one, I, we were just helping a, a client who'd worked at some place since 2000. And this person brought in their 401k statement. And on, on the front page of the statement, it said, your, you know, your, it gives different rates of return, and your rate of return since 2000 is 0.89%. Wow. And this person was surprised, and then they were a little upset with the 401k. And was saying what a horrible 401k they had. And it wasn't the 401k. The 401k wasn't horrible. But if you don't know and don't understand these things, it'd be very easy to be unprepared mm. for getting it right. So this is this is why we want to encourage people, get, get help with this because this is the most powerful tool you're ever going to have. Well, and l- let's be honest here. I mean, in... Investing, investing is intimidating, right? Absolutely. It's, it's a foreign language. It is, um, you know, it's, it's uncharted territory for a lot of people, especially when they're just getting started. And that's why it is so important to have a guide along the way. Most 401ks, really all of them should have some sort of financial advisor or investment advisor available to you to at least educate you on what your options are. 
Now, I would argue that that is not as good as having your own certified financial planner who understands other investments that maybe you have available, right. understands your tax picture, your and whole picture, yep. yeah, can, can help you make these decisions in the context of an entire financial plan. But they can at least serve the function of educating you. And that is how you get past the fear of making a mistake with your investments inside the 401k. It's what helps you get over the hump and and not just have the money sitting in a nice, safe, steady savings vehicle within the 401k. You need to put some of these dollars at risk so that they can grow and get bigger for the future when your expenses will be bigger in the future as well. Most likely your 401k already has the antidote to that issue and it's a target date fund and uh and i but i'd also say the antidote is working with your certified financial planner so so you can do it what other things do you need to do to not mess up your 401k we've got that more coming up here on wise money with corhorn financial group this is wise money with corhorn financial group Thank you for being with us. How not to mess up your 401k. That's what we are covering today. This is Wise Money with Corhorn Financial Group. My name's Mike. Here with me, as always, Kevin and Josh coming to you from the KFG studios. Thank you once again to Bethel College Adult and Graduate Studies, as well as Diane Bennett and her inspired team of realtors at REMAX 100. Thanks for being with us and partnering with us on the Wise Money Show. You can find us online, wisemoneyradio.com. You can call or text us if you have questions or any needs, 574-222-2000, 574-222-2000, and Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Wise Money Radio, Wise Money Show, you can find us there as well. All right, we are talking about the biggest ways you could mess up your 401k. Why? Because we don't want you to do it. There's tons of financial press out there telling you about how hard things are, how difficult it is, basically telling you you can't do it. And the Wise Money Show is telling you you can. And here's how you start and get started now. So you're going to avoid those first two mistakes. If you are one of the 80% of people that have a 401k available to you, you're going to use it. Get started right now, even if it's 1%, even if it's $25. Get started right now. Second, you're going to avoid the second mistake of not investing it. Start with a target date fund if you don't understand it. Call call a certified financial planner. Call us and say, hey, what should I invest in? And then just and, and ride through it. We also want to help you avoid mistake number three, and that is not getting the free money available to you in the plan. What What's free money? There's no free lunch. What does this mean? Well, we're referring to company match money. Right. This is one of the uh, incentives. It's an employee benefit to a a lot of uh, you out there who, uh, as long as you get started and you save a minimal amount, then there's some free money from the company that they'll throw in for you as well. The, the thing to pay attention to, though, is it may be subject to what's called a vesting schedule. And a vesting schedule just says, listen, the money that the company that that they throw in for you, you won't get to keep it all if you leave the company too early. Could be two, three, four years. 
that they want you to stay. And again, it's an incentive for you to not only be doing what you should be doing anyway, and that's planning and saving for your future, but it's also, we want you doing that here with our company. We want you to stick around for a long time because everybody wins when the team stays intact for a long time. Yeah. There are a lot of folks who just jump around from job to job way too often and maybe they're getting the free money, but they're not keeping it because of those vesting schedules that we're talking about. Yeah, I, I had that as mistake number eight, actually, is is um, a lot of job hopping for whatever the reason. You know, I'm, I'm not going to place any value, value judgment, but that can disrupt your retirement savings, your 401k savings. So, Yeah, 25% of the 401ks in our country don't even offer a match. And a lot of times I I get the question, well, if they don't offer a match, I shouldn't save. No, absolutely you should save. And there are are some amazing features related to a 401k that make it, again, your most powerful tool. So leverage that tool whether you get a match or not. Think of all the self-employed people out there. Do they get a match? So, you know, this this is a great place to be. Uh, building wealth. You want to think of that employer match threshold as kind of your minimum starting point. Do at least enough to get all the free money. and but, but then that's most likely not enough for you to be able to achieve your retirement goal. You need to be saving more than the amount needed to get the free money from your employer. And yeah. that's why uh, this this tool for retirement needs to include a strategy for managing your cash flow. This is why budgeting can help you find dollars that are slipping through the cracks that maybe you could afford to to live without these for right now so that you can accumulate the right amount. You, you can't grow dollars that you haven't set aside into this account, so you've got to get started. Yeah, yeah. Um, mistake number four, missing out on these on this free money, this company match, by front-loading your contributions. Now, this one's tricky, and most companies have solved this, but let me try to explain it. You, everyone has a maximum they're allowed to contribute into their 401k. The the IRS sets that limit. It's 18,500 if you're younger than 50, okay? So we're trying to encourage you wherever you're at. So if you're just trying to get to 1%, start at 1%. If you can max it out and you've been maxing it out, here's the issue here is say you get bonuses or whatever, you're contributing at a level where you actually hit that federal maximum threshold, say in October. Well, if your company is matching every paycheck and your contributions stop in October because you've maxed it out, is the company truing up and still matching on all of your income? Most companies have this figured out, but this article states not all of them do. So you want to make sure you're getting a full match on your salary, even if your contributions stop because you've maxed it out or a circumstance has changed. And the easy way to do that is look at your paycheck stub after you've hit the max. Because after you've hit the max, if there's zero going in, as an employee contribution, but there is an employer contribution, then your employer has it figured out. If there's zero employee and zero employer, you have a problem. Yeah, and some companies um, true it up at the end of the year. They do a census and they look and say, all right, here's what you your salary was, here's what you contributed. Was that total ratio enough to get the full match? Therefore, 
excuse me, what additional do we need to put in? So a lot of companies have this figured out, but but don't, uh, you want to be aware. You want to be aware. This can, the, the opposite can apply for someone who's beginning the 401k contributions for the first time partway through the year. So maybe you've been working for an employer the entire calendar year, but you didn't become eligible until the halfway point. Well, if you start saving enough to get the match for the second half of the year, uh, it's possible that you're maybe leaving some money on the table for the first half of That's the year. Um, so, so maybe in that second half of the year, you should double up your contributions to make yourself eligible for an entire year's match when they do that kind of true up. Yeah. Mistake number five, uh, I, I don't, I think it's a little unfair, um, but, but it's important for you to, to be aware of. So mistake number five says uh, that people, one mistake you could make with your 401k is that you're paying too high of fees. Well, the reason why I'd say that might not be fair is you as the employee, the participant in the plan, really, you don't have much control over what the costs are of the plan. Right. Um, Kevin, you're a you're a big believer. Uh, if I, I I hope it's OK for me to share this on the radio. You're a big believer in that um, participants pay some or a chunk, if not all of the costs of the 401k plan, because if the company's paying it and there's a downturn in the economy or in their industry, the company is going to say, get rid of the 401k. It's first thing to go. And you say, no, this is a benefit to employees, especially during rough economic times. You should be investing during that. And if the company says, we're not paying for this thing anymore, then you're not going to have that option. So so this is a little bit of a misnomer. There should be fees with your 401k. There's, um, there's That's a, a service. Yeah, there's a, there's a cost to having a seat on the bus. And if the employees are paying the cost to having that seat on the bus, then there's a couple good things. Number one is it's not going to be the first thing that goes when things get hard. But number two is, is that only the people that benefit it benefit from it are paying for it. Right. So if someone isn't in the plan and they're not benefiting from the plan and they're not benefiting from the company match, they don't pay anything. And what I've looked at is with a safe harbor match, if that's a 4% match from the company, it's not, it's not one of those 4% in most cases that, that uh, would be eaten up with expenses. Let's also point out here that there is a mentality out there that cheapest is always best. And if you're paying some cost somewhere, then somehow you're getting ripped off. And to me, I, I would focus more on the value that you're getting for having that 401k. Um, you know, if, if there are benefits available to you, like automatic rebalancing features or a- access to an advisor who can help you make wise investment choices and kind of steer you clear of some of the, the pitfalls, Take advantage of it because if you're paying for it, you may as well get the value. But cheapest is not always best. Just remember that. Yep. And another thing is you're not limited as far as doing Roth contributions. There are loan features. There's all kinds of amazing bells and whistles that can be attached to a retirement plan. You also need to be aware of the cost of the underlying investment choices that you make. We and your, your, your certified financial planner should help you screen for those to make sure you're not using mediocre investments purely because they're too expensive. You need to be aware of that. We've got more solutions on how you can make the 401k the 
best and uh, most useful tool for your retirement future and financial future. We've got that and more coming up here on Wise Money with Corhorn Financial Group. This is Wise Money with Corhorn Financial Group. Wise Money is brought to you by the attorneys at Ledoux, Kern, and Keene, First State Bank, Diane Bennett, and the Inspired Team at REMAX 100, and Bethel College Adult and Graduate Studies. Thank you for being with us today. This is Wise Money with Corhorn Financial Group. My name is Mike. With me in the KFG studios, Kevin Corhorn, Joshua Gregory. If you've missed anything, I just want to point you once again to the YouTube channel, Wise Money Radio, I want to point you to the website, wisemoneyradio.com. You can find every episode right there. Also on podcast, every episode's podcast as well. iTunes and Google Play. Just search Wise Money with Corhorn Financial Group. That's Corhorn with a K. And lastly, if you have any questions, call or text 574-222-2000. That's 574-222-2000. Today, we have been talking about the most common mistakes that people use with their most valuable retirement financial instrument, and that's the 401k. We want to help you uh, be aware of what these mistakes are and avoid them and offer encouragement. You can do it. You don't have to fall victim to these. Uh, This is inspired from an article on MarketWatch that covered the top seven. I think these are good to cover, but we've got a couple of our own that we're going to tack on here. We're on to number six. Mistake number six is trying to time the market. That's right, Mike. It's not about timing the market. It's about time in the market. I just wrote that down in my notes. That yeah. That is one of the, the best quotes that I've ever heard. And See, you are twins. I was right earlier. <laughs> you guys are dressed alike, you think alike. Thinking yeah, alike. That's right. But can I just back up for just one second, though, to number five? So we, we hit, we hit the, the issue of fees in, in the last segment, and I think it's important. So the question is, you know, are my fees high, are they low, where are my fees? There, it costs money to administer and run a 401k plan, and the Department of Labor has come out and said, hey, listen, your fees have to be reasonable. So what is reasonable? And the way to judge reasonableness is to do a benchmarking study, and if you're responsible, for running the 401k at your company and you haven't done a benchmarking study in the last three years, give us a call. We'll at Corhorn Financial Group. I know this is a, you know, shameless self-promotion, but you need to get some, you need to paper your file. You need to have something in your file that says, hey, the fees on our existing plan are reasonable. So if you get a benchmarking study done, that doesn't mean that you are necessarily going to change your plan. It doesn't mean you have to do anything. It just means you have proof now that your fees are reasonable. So get that done if you haven't gotten that done lately. That's right. Sorry about that. Okay. Trying to time the market. Actually, a lot of 401ks have uh, restrictions on that. There's Mm -hmm. um, short-term trading restrictions, and some of those could come with costs. So you want to be, you want to avoid that. And they can be pretty hefty too. I just saw one the other day. It was a new fee that they were slapping on someone's 401k that if you trade this fund within 90 days, 2% fee. That's that's pretty high. That is very high. Um, so yes, you're right. There are some structural things in place on most 401ks to prevent you from doing this, but um, it, it's also just not a wise move for most people. And it's partially because when you try to time the market, 
you have to get two transi- transitions or transactions timed just right. You have to not only get out at the right time, but you have to know when to get back in as well. And that's often the more difficult one. You have fear that's guiding you when you're jumping out. There's something that's just not settling, setting right with you. You're kind of trusting your gut maybe too much, and you jump out based on some thesis, some belief about the future. Um, and fear is such a strong motivator for people that it will it will drive many people to take action. We see it a lot in election years, for example. I don't like the direction that this country might be going, so yeah. I'm jumping out. Well, what is the, the equally strong emotion that causes you to get back in? There isn't one when the timing is right. 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 And it'll break your heart when you meet with someone who has a 401k, it's sponsored by a you know a, a big bank in town and and the advisor from that bank told them years ago hey i'm concerned about all of these factors therefore you should be really 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 conservative and they've been conservative for all this time and now they're sitting here saying well wait a minute the market's had this incredible run up i've been conservative through this whole run up should i now get aggressive it's a no win situation yeah. right. so i would be very careful i'd be leery of the person that says they know the future you you do not want to invest based on what you think the future is going to be you want to invest based on how you're going to define your own future that's right and and that's why your rate of return and therefore the level of risk that you're taking should be based on what you need to achieve your financial goals not on how you can somehow steer clear of the next storm ahead and and uh, you know avoid having any kind of pullback in your own portfolio no your portfolio is going to go up and down in value you if you tell yourself that you can avoid the downside completely you are lying to yourself you're you're believing a myth instead what you need to do is make sure that your portfolio is structured so that that up and down uh, behavior of your portfolio is one that you can stomach and puts you on a glide path to achieve your goals Pick your investment mix in a way that it's fitting for the long term, not just for this next quarter or this next year. Yeah. The other myth related to this is, well, I'll never be able to retire if my account goes down. Now, the truth is you won't be able to retire if your account doesn't go up. And the only way to help it go up is to expose it to temporary declines. That's That's the truth. That's quotable right there. Mistake number seven is having orphaned accounts. We talked about this a little bit earlier, so so we can hit it quickly, but it's, um, you know, most people don't start their career at one company and retire with a gold watch at the same place. Josh and I are pretty unique in that uh, this is the only place we've worked. This It's awesome and love it, but that's not the experience for most people. And so as you go through different careers, different employers, you tend to leave small accounts and you, yeah, you, you lose vesting and, and other things. You want to make sure you're aware of that and you want to make sure you clean those up. Yeah, it's yeah. amazing to me how many people even forget about certain accounts that are out there. The, the breadcrumbs that they dropped years ago, they've never consolidated their investments and therefore there's portions of their portfolio that if they've forgotten about them, then that means they're not managing them exactly. either. Exactly. And uh, maybe the risk profile or the investments that you're in, in those old accounts, uh, they need to be adjusted. And so that's part of cleaning up your financial life. That, That happens naturally when someone goes through the financial planning process. 
uh, reviewing your whole portfolio, making sure all these various accounts are in alignment with your most important goals is just part of the process of working with a certified financial planner. So it, it, it's yet another reason why maybe your next action in your financial life should be to go back and do a comprehensive review of all those accounts that you've left around the countryside. And if you haven't done it yet, there's, there's likely a reason. And so maybe what you need to do is just get some help. It's a job that needs to be done. You have a day job, likely. So you say, hey, I go to work all day and I do my day job. I have another job that's shepherding my finances, stewarding my financial life. And it, if you don't have clarity and confidence, come see a certified financial planner because they can help you make what seems like a really difficult thing they can make it really easy. A couple of mistakes weren't listed in this top seven. In fact, what, uh, these these two are definitely in my top seven personally. And the first one is another mistake we see a lot of people make is contributing to the wrong type of 401k. This doesn't make sense to the average person. Yeah, it, it's it, that your 401k. There's actually a couple different parts to it, and you're you could be contributing to the wrong one. You might not even know that you have the second part available because exactly. they're becoming more and more popular. What we're referring to is the Roth 401k. We've talked a lot about Roth IRAs on the show, but a Roth 401k is a way for you to set aside money out of your paycheck after already being taxed on those dollars, letting them grow tax-free for the future. So you, you're essentially paying the tax up front so that you never have to pay tax on those dollars again. It can be incredibly powerful, especially if you're in a low tax bracket right now. The other mistake, and this all ties up to the big, to the big mistake, is, um, but, but this other one is not contributing the right amount. You know, starting with the auto enrollment amount of five percent or six percent, or just saying I, I'm gonna I'm gonna do five or set it and forget it, but you really need to do fifteen. Contributing the wrong amount is the is the is the last one. Each of these mistakes, all seven and these additional ones, they're all a byproduct of one mistake: not having a comprehensive financial plan. If you had a comprehensive financial plan, you'd be using your four hundred one k, you'd be investing it prudently, you'd get all the match. You wouldn't time the market. You'd be contributing to the right type of 401k, and you'd be contributing to the right amount. Don't miss that mistake. That's all the time we have for today. Hey, enjoy the game tonight. Be safe. This is a fun time. Enjoy it. Thanks for being with us today. On behalf of Josh Gregory, Kevin Corhorn, myself, have a great weekend. We'll see you next Saturday for Wise Money with Corhorn Financial Group. Securities offered through Silver Oak Securities, member FINRA slash SIPC. Advisory services offered through KFG Wealth Management, LLC. Doing business as Corhorn Financial Group. KFG Wealth Management, LLC and Silver Oak Securities Incorporated companies are unaffiliated.